Goosebumps fans, welcome back to the Goosebumps Crew Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Vargas, also known as the Goosebumps Channel on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, and I'm joined by my Goosebumps cohorts, Bjorn Panlick, Goosebumps Aussie fan, and Nick Shaw Shawin. Unfortunately, Michael was unable to join us this evening, but uh, that doesn't mean we can't have our little holiday fun. We have a very special holiday Goosebumps crew in store for you guys today. We're going to talk some Christmas books. What do you guys say? You going to talk some Christmas? I'm for Halloween, but let's do Christmas, I guess. I mean, it is <laughs> Monday coming up. Well, they don't yeah. call it Crimbo. They don't call it Crimboween, so. <laughs> the Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a Halloween Christmas. Look at that. We got the Goosebumps Christmas stocking all prepped up there. Nice. That's awesome fabric. So that's my little contribution to this episode. So there you go, guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah. Goodbye. That was it. That was all. That was the whole episode. Anyway, uh, no, we're going to talk some Christmas books. Now, there aren't many uh, Christmas holiday winter themed Goosebumps books, but there are a few. And we're going to talk a little bit about them. And uh, I think we're also going to talk a little bit about uh, some of our Goosebumps Christmas experiences, more specifically, what was the best Goosebumps item we ever got for Christmas one year. But we'll talk about that later. So first, I think the best book to start off with is the very first winter theme book, in a sense, The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. Now, I know we talked in the last episode pretty much about the movie adaptation uh, in terms of that and how we, <laughs> we didn't know why it was so much focus on that in the movie. Uh, but what do you guys think of Abominable Snowman of Pasadena? Hmm. Well, I mean, of all the Goosebump books, I, I must admit it it's not like a huge favorite of mine. Um but yeah, I mean, look, it's a snowman. I mean from from memory, like okay, I haven't read the book for a while, but he's not even really that big in the book from <laughs> memory. Like in the in the film they made him such a massive, like, you know. He's like a well, yeti. Then again, it's he's like the yeti size, you know. And I mean, but that's the thing. It's the abominable snowman Pasadena. I guess in the film, I had to sort of exaggerate a little bit. But from memory, reading the book, he wasn't actually like anywhere near the size he is like um, in like the film. But well, the films. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like in terms of like Stein's work, I wouldn't say it's one of his greatest. But no, yeah, no it's a very I mean, middle of the road book. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean uh, what do you what do you think, Sherwin? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I'm I'm agreeing. That's why I did this earlier. I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. It's right in the middle on that one. It's it's okay, at least from what I can yeah. remember, because it's probably been at least fifteen years or more since I've read it. I mean, yeah. it's been. Well, I remember the first yeah. time I like really got into this story was actually the uh the goosebumps graphics version uh so yeah. it, was, it was the graphic novel version and i remember that was the first time i really read the story but uh no it's it's a very middle of the road book overall and um i mean there's a lot of i mean well first of all for our first winter themed book it doesn't even take really much location in a winter themed area no. it's in it's in pasadena um it's but it's interesting. Hot, I mean, isn't it? 
Isn't it meant to be like boiling? It's boiling hot. Well, there, yeah, right? it's like, it's during the summer. So like, I think in the first part of the book, they're in. Uh, I forget where they are, but it's supposed to be a really cold area. But they bring the abominable snowman to California. That's right. That's yeah. where it is. And then I think what happens is, if I remember correctly, is that they mess with the snowman and it starts like like snow starts appearing everywhere. I think one of the kids gets like frozen because they hit her with like yeah. a snowball and then it freezes her and they're like, oh God, what do we do? So I just think I remember a moment in the book where like, he's like carrying one of the protagonists or something and they kind of look over and think like, what is that like carrying me? And they realize it's like some kind of Yeti abominable snowman thing. But yeah, like from memory, I just remember it's nowhere near the size it was in the films. And, um, you know, but yeah, in terms of a book, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's one of my sort of bottom, bottom shelf. Well, <laughs> 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 like, no, like in the mid, like you said, kind of in the middle, not quite at the bottom, you know, like, it, but it's been so long since I read that book. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I remember little bits and pieces here and there. And uh, yeah, I remember it being, you know, just distinctly um, being like really hot. They're always talking about how hot it is and stuff. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I haven't read it in such a long time. Um, I'm going to, it's one I have to revisit definitely. And I probably will. I mean, it's the right time of year. It, season's greetings. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's such a weird concept for a book, too, because, I mean, even the title alone was, like, The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena, and it's like, where do you, where do you come up with that? <laughs> well, didn't Tim mention something about that in the... I believe so. The, it's the, like, you got, as he started getting, like, all these weird titles, and Abominable Snowman of Pasadena, and it's like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he was like, what are, what are we supposed to do for this? Like... <laughs> Yeah, he was talking about, like, it came beneath the sink and things like that. He's like, I'd get weird titles like that, like, that were harder to try to imagine what to do with. I mean, I would think The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena would be kind of an easy one for him, though, just because literally the cover is just the snowman on a California street, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for that one, I think that's relatively straightforward for Tim, probably. I mean, he probably didn't have to think about that one too hard. But at the same time, for a reader, it's like, why would he be in Pasadena? Let's see what the story does. But that's where it kind of gets to the point where you're like, nah, it's okay. Well, so, here's the weird thing, too, because it talks about how they go to Alaska, and that's where they find the snow, the abominable well, snowman. It's like, they go to Alaska? Yeah, yeah I forgot about that, because I was like, they, they had to have gone to, like, the Himalaya. Like, the Himalayas is, like... Yeah, yeah. the abominable snowman is that's where it's supposed to be so alaska that's just another part of the united states well i mean yeah. you know the snowman came down to be an actor because i mean eventually he got into the movies so <laughs> <laughs> everybody yeah, went hollywood yeah, like, that that that's just the thing about that book is yeah it's just little bits and pieces you know i remember from it but i can't really remember i don't remember it fully like i need to go back and revisit that book and yeah definitely the right time of the year guys uh to check that book out i mean you know hey it, it just fits in with the with the whole holiday festive thing so what yeah, did you guys think definitely. of the uh brandon dorman version of the cover art i didn't mind it honestly like i i think i've got it here too actually yeah it's i really very, didn't mind, uh, brandon dorman. it's very colorful one like it, is. it really it really does i will say one thing i would say compared to the original 
I mean, he got like palm trees in the back, like, but there's something about like the coloring on this one that makes it seem more tropical. It seems more vibrant, I guess. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. The, the one from the, the original, the one Tim did, yeah. I think the color vibe of the 90s better. It does look yeah. more 90s, doesn't it? This one is definitely more like, you know, modern. I mean, that's the story of basically all the, the new covers. Yeah. Definitely so. more of a sort of take on it but the, like hey yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely mean, there's there's two goosebump books with snowman in the title though are we uh we got the other one beware the snowman yes we do beware <laughs> the snowman book number 51 now this one i definitely more associate with the winter season um yeah. than abominable snowman um just because it takes place in sherpia so it takes place in a in a village that is completely covered in snow, and I think mm-hmm. this is a better story than Abominable oh, Snowman. Yeah. I yeah. like that it's like a very, in, what's what's the word I'm thinking of? It's a very, the setting of the book I think is great because you feel very isolated. It's mm. very isolating setting. There's every house has these snowmen, and it's just like a very eerie vibe. And I don't know, I really like that it takes place, the whole book takes place in a setting that is very wintry. You don't really get many Goosebumps books that are in a setting that's not a suburban United States neighborhood. Which Um, I always interesting that, like, Stein did that. And at the same time, I mean, he said he's never done a story in New York and won't because that's where he lives. I'm like, come on. I was like, really? I mean, come on. I mean, like, New York's a good setting for, like, a giant rat story, in my opinion, or alligator in the sewer story or something like that, you know, that Stein could do. But, you know, if he's not going to do that, I mean, I would like to have seen more stories that took place in, like, in the middle of nowhere kind of a deal that really set a tone of terror. Because uh, the thought of, for a lot of people, not myself, but the thought of a lot of people being isolated and alone away from other people, I mean, that's ideal for me, but a lot of people would be like, you know, freaking out, and then you got, you know, potential snowmen trying to get you, and, or if he would have done it a different way, the abominable snowman. So it, it's yeah. interesting to see that most uh, books were yeah. in suburban America. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it too. And that, that's one thing I remember taking from the book was it was very eerie. You know, like kind of like Horror Camp Jelly Jam is a very eerie book. You know, like I I remember having that feel of like genuine like terror while reading that book like i would hate to be in this situation (laughs) you know what i mean like in a small suburban town like because it's kind of like like you were saying too like you know when you're somewhere remote that no one can hear you scream basically so if you're getting killed by something there's no one really around to help you you know and i think that's what makes you know makes a, a much more creepy terrifying sort of a story and i think the way the snowman is one of those that yeah gives yeah, me that it's, it's gives me definitely, that vibe. it's definitely a story that has a lot of isolation but then there's also it's another story that deals with like sorcery i mean the the end of the book yeah. there's um there's almost kind of a, a fake out because i think the main bad guy tries to convince jacqueline that he's her father and that he is a snowman and then you have someone yeah, else come right. back and be like, that's a lie. It's like, this is very stay out of the basement <laughs> with snowmen. Um, but no, I mean, it's like, it feels kind of the... like, yeah. 
<laughs> well, I just like that the the ending has like all the uh, the snowman come to life, and it's like I mean you can't have a story where you have like hundreds of evil looking snowman and they don't come to life. Yeah, it's like, like it's funny. Like even just the title, like I just imagine when Tim would have got the title for this one, like Beware the Snowman. Mm-hmm. Do oh, yeah, just, just just snowman. do a snowman, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, with a mailbox. <laughs> with a mailbox and a scarf. That is a sick scarf. <laughs> it, there's, it's like, I don't know what it is. Like, Curly had that kind of scarf as well. He yeah. had the red scarf. Why does he need a scarf? He's a snowman. <laughs> you don't need to be warm. <laughs> no. Well, that's another one good one to read, guys, though. Like, I, I highly recommend that over the Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. To be oh, yeah, absolutely. Beware the snowman over that. But, you know, it's funny, like, Stein did, um, you know, probably a handful of Halloween stories, which makes sense in the realm of Goosebumps. But, you know, there's a lot of other holiday horror that I feel could have been explored by Stein uh, during the Goosebumps years, you know. And this is a prime example where, you know, we could have had like a Black Christmas, but a Goosebumps version or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. so it's kind of unfortunate we didn't get more things like that because there's also things like My Bloody Valentine. I mean, I would have liked to have seen a goosebumps valentine story that was a bit more scary uh you know but well that's the thing even up to this point the last two books we talked about are not even christmas related they're winter related Uh, but we did get more and more and more tales to give you goosebumps which is a mouthful of a title uh and all the stories in here, so very similar to how still t- still more tales that give you goosebumps are Halloween stories for the most part. Uh, this is m- for the most part winter Christmas stories. So this was the first time we actually got like Christmas short stories from Goosebumps. There was Nutcracker Nightmare and a Holly Jolly Holiday, and what else? Attack of the Christmas Present. I mean, like pretty standard titles. Now, I actually haven't read this book personally, but, I mean, the first story is called Don't Sit on the Gronk. (laughs) Don't Sit on the Gronk. I mean, I really do need to read this one. I just found that this is the first printing. (laughs) Well, it's it's Campfire Tales time, wink, wink, so you can can read the story to us, Happy. Yeah, this is so weird. I just found this in the book. <laughs> it's a yeah, bookmark on endangered species. I have this the is probably stocking, the but most I don't have the book. Themed. This is probably the most Christmas-themed Goosebumps item they ever brought out. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. When, you, when you held up the book, I was like, I have the whole the shebang. And yeah. uh, I remember I used to take this out of the box just to hang it up at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would take it out, hang it up, and then when it was done, I'd put it back in the box. And now this thing sells for a pretty penny. The, the the whole box and i remember getting this from kmart on clearance i think it was like 2000 2001 and mm-hmm. this was like already a couple of years old at that point so yeah i remember just like seeing it and getting it and i wish there was a whole stack of them i should have bought them all man i could have been like <laughs> yeah dollars i think there was like a two three dollar price tag on it when it was on clearance because i was just trying to get rid of them and no one wanted to buy them at the time I mean, have you have you guys read this book though? Because like I said, I have not, so I don't know much about the stories uh, in here. Honestly, the the book I read the Tales to Give You Goosebumps books, like all of them back in the day, once, and I've never revisited them. So 
Oh, I think actually, I think I revisited Click because I remember watching the episode hmm. um, yeah. uh, a couple of years ago, and I, I think I went back and was like, I'm going to re-read that story again. And uh, but yeah, no, I have not revisited the Tales to Give You Goosebumps books in such a long time. Like it's been it's been a hot minute. Um, but yeah, like I, hey. <laughs> We can't read them all, man. There's so yeah. many. No, I feel bad because a lot of the thing is we're not reading. We haven't read a lot of these books that we're talking about. Uh, I don't know. Just, I, I should read this one. I mean, I'm looking at the back right now. And it's like I, I still can't get over that. Don't sit on the Gronk. I want to know what the Gronk is and why don't you why should you not sit on it? Uh, now, I do like um, the idea of an ice vampire. That's one of the stories in this, and that is that was one I think I first caught my attention uh, when I first heard about this book. I just haven't had the chance to really sit down and read it, but it's yeah. the first time that we really got Christmas goosebumps stories, even if they're short stories. And yeah, then... I haven't had that one yet, um, but I, I don't think I actually even owned that one. I'd have to double check. Now, but, I remember when this book came out, and even though this is not Christmas, it is the holidays, Slappy New Year. Oh, I remember yeah. when this book came out. So this was, I think, the penultimate Horrorland book. This was the the one before the final book. And yeah. I remember when this came out. And the interesting thing is that Slappy New Year was originally supposed to be a Goosebumps Gold book. It was supposed to it be was. in that series. But now, were there the same story, like from what Stein had originally written for the Goosebumps Gold? But did he even write the book? That's what I want to know. Like, did he actually have the book written back when Goosebumps Gold was meant to come out? Because I've always wondered that. Like, this, these are all the questions I'd love to ask Stein. Is when you did when you had Slappy New Year planned for Goosebumps Gold, when Slappy New Year was released in the Horrorland series. Was there changes? Did you already have the book written and it was just sitting on your your computer or something, waiting? Um, but and then that that leads, but that leads to another book that was in the Goosebumps Gold series that was actually holiday themed. I think it was Christmas themed. Happy Holidays from Dead House. It was mm -hmm. Christmas. So the art's out there for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mask Lives was. Um, yeah. So those two arts are out there that Tim did. It was just the books never came to fruition, which really is unfortunate because, yeah. one, I'm really looking forward to both of those books. Um, yeah. At the time, I hadn't heard of Slappy New Year or anything, but uh, I did know about the Haunted, you know, Haunted Mask Lives and the Welcome to Dead House uh, sequel. So I was pretty excited for those. And then when it didn't happen, I this was back before, you know, Internet was like super big and stuff, you know, and everybody <laughs> does everything. So I'm sitting there in the dark. Dial-up dial dial internet or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was that. You had to live, like, in the city. There's not, like, I've always lived out in the boonies away from it. So, yeah. You lived I mean, in Pasadena? No, Pasadena probably had that, that high-speed dial-up internet, man. Yeah, they have, if they have, if they have abominable snowmen's, they have dial-up internet. <laughs> oh, God, man. That's so But good. we did get Slappy New Year, and honestly... It's a slappy book. Nothing really that interesting about it. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. forgot about the holiday. 
this is an unexpected remembrance because yes, we well, did hey, jump no, hold up at the same time. Hold up at the same time. Here's the Christmas thing goosebumps merchandise, guys, right here. On the two screens now, that's the there's the Christmas theme stuff. Hold on, I gotta grab <laughs> mine now. Yeah, they didn't what? have a lot, but I knew I had some. Yes. We did have the holiday collector's caps book, which I mean, yeah. besides the packaging, I don't know what's really holiday about this one, because uh, it it's basically similar to the first one. Yeah. What My date? Did, what date? The come out? Is, like, I don't know how well it'll show up, but like curly with his Christmas hat. Yeah. Yeah. Cur- curly slammer. With the slammer. November it, uh, 1995. And was it what does it say a year? Uh, uh, sorry, a month on it, like a November. November, December. Yeah. Okay. So they were just trying to um, work it into the the Christmas theme. So you know, think how many kids must have got that book, like collective cap set at Christmas 1995. So here, I'm gonna read what it says on the first page. It says, "Ho ho ho horrors! Curly here wishing you a cool Yule. Here's hoping all your holidays are creepy, and they will be, especially if you found this Goosebumps collector's cap collecting kit. So they basically were in, ensuring that you were gonna buy the full kit." Uh, in your holiday stocking or stocking, it has 16 cool collector's caps and the ultimate slammer. Yep, that's my grinning skull on the slammer. That, that, uh, so basically, it just goes into detail about all the stuff that's in here. It says, have a horror-filled holiday and a scary new year. So basically, it was just it's just a bunch of games on the inside that you play with your Goosebumps Pogs. <laughs> so... 90s. I mean, that's all they are. They're just Goosebumps Pogs. <laughs> what? They should have released both of them, and then this one came out. I don't think they brought out any more, because I'm not yeah. a huge, you know, collector of Pogs nowadays, but in the 90s I was. Um, but I don't remember them bringing out any other ones, but this is, again, where I would have liked to have seen, like, a, a Valentine's Day version of this, or you know, something, you know, to bring out different holiday books and items. To... Remember Goosebumps? It's back in Pog form. <laughs> it's like, but uh, like those those little baubles that they've got on the cover of that Christmas uh, cap set. Why didn't they bring those actually out? Like a, a set of Goosebump baubles. <laughs> Christmas. I could have made a yeah. you could have made a Goosemas tree. A Goosemas tree. Goosemas tree. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, going back to Slappy New Year, because we kind of got off topic. But honestly, this is, I don't know. It's well, holiday. I mean, we, there. yes, it's a different holiday besides Halloween. Um, It was interesting. But to be honest, there's not really anything different. I mean, this was kind of when the Living Dummy books were starting to stagnate a little bit. Because, I mean, they were just, they were kind of going through the notions at this point. Uh, the only thing, obviously, that really is of note is the the story that it connects to with uh, Jonathan Chiller. But, uh, I mean, at, at least it's interesting. At least it it did take place on a holiday. So I'll, I'll at least give it that. Yeah. But then, I mean, like you said, it, it's just another sloppy book because, like, they did start to feel pretty much like... like it was the same old thing. It's a kid, a kid finds Slappy... And stuff happens, and then that's it. Yeah. That's the end. <laughs> Pretty much. So, but we finally did get a Goosebumps Christmas book, 
with Goosebumps Most Wanted, The Twelve Screams of Christmas. Now, I think this book is, I think this book is really fun. I really, I mean, again, it's just nice to have a Goosebumps Christmas story. I like that it's almost kind of like, what is it? It's a Christmas play. And it's a ghost story. I mean, everybody talks about, like, Christmas Carol is, like, the Christmas ghost story. But there's just something great about doing a ghost story around Christmas time. Um, but I don't know. I think this is one of the better, like, books in the Most Wanted series. Because the Most Wanted series is just kind of, eh. I think this is probably one of the better ones, if yeah, I were being perfectly honest. What do you think, Nick? Have you read this book? Uh, that one I have, but it's been a while. Um, cause I, again, I like the holiday horror, um, because besides Goosebumps, you know, I watched a lot of just horror stuff in general. So, you know, like I said with Black Christmas and I just watched the Thanksgiving movie that Eli Roth did since we talked about Eli Roth the other day, uh, watch that movie, things like that. So I like holiday horror, um, yeah. especially done well. And, oh, horror. right. Yeah. <laughs> So it was. I mean, do you guys? I love Christmas Carol. Uh, like, not gonna lie, probably Muppet Christmas Carol might be my favorite version of Christmas Carol. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, but I actually I did enjoy the book for for what it was. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was one of the better ones we've gotten in a while. Um, yeah. Oh, definitely. At that point, there's a lot of practicing of screaming in this book. Let's put it that way. That's what I really remember from. I read yeah, the book, like, uh, and that's what I remember. They go into like the, they go into a house they shouldn't have, and then they learn about a whole new meaning of uh, the Christmas spirit. Let's put it that way. And um, <laughs> spirit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Christmas spirit. Get it? Because it's a ghost. Um, <laughs> what I remember. Like <laughs> 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 the days of Kiwi's Playhouse. <laughs> 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 oh god man I, I, and this oh, is the part god. of the podcast where things derail the love of goosebumps you know and i mean but yeah if you want an actual goosebump book that's set on like around christmas this is the perfect one um it's the one yeah, it's no, the I, christmas I, book um, even the book in the cover man like i love the cover i think brandon dorman did a good job with it and um awesome it gives me vibes of, of like it kind of gives me vibes of like the um tales to give you goosebumps cover a little bit but like a christmas a version you've got like the house in the background you've got the ghost but like it's you know what i mean yeah. that's what i kind of like too it gives me that vibe but it's like a christmas version of it i guess of like the original tales to give you goosebumps book cover so um but yeah no <laughs> i think this is a very interesting book like yeah. it makes me wonder if they did the same thing with him that Stein did with Tim. You know what I mean? Like he gives you the title and here's a couple sentences. Mm. Or if it yeah. at that point and said, Okay, we, we can give you like, you know, a full paragraph of description of what this book is to give you an idea what more what to do with the cover. Yeah. yeah. I, I just remember reading this book and thinking, like, did the teacher like set them up by sending them to that house? <laughs> I remember like when I initially read it, I was like, why is the teacher sending them there? Like, do they know something the kids don't? Like, I I don't know. Like I, that's one thing I remember from the book when I was reading it. Like, what's what's up with this teacher? Like, why is it always like the adults in Goosebumps that are always like they're just so much more creepier, you know what I mean? And sometimes they're more scary than the freaking monsters in the book. The 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 adults. 
You know, the mm-hmm. parents could be more terrifying than the, the monster, the creature. And I find that there seems to be a lot of bad kids. No, Goosebumps have a lot of bad parents in their books. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is, man. Yeah. I always felt like that when reading, but I actually really enjoyed that book from memory. Now that I've just been like sort of looking at it again, I'm like, man, I actually remember really enjoying this. So this is one I generally will try to read. I didn't think I read it last year or the year before, but I read it for the first couple of years at Christmas as like a, you know, tradition sort of thing. Kind of like I watch The Haunted Mask every Halloween. I watch and read the book every Halloween. Back of the Jack O'Lantern's the same. You know, that that's my tradition at Halloween time is to watch both episodes and read the books. So, yeah, this was a tradition for a while because I thought, hey, we got a Christmas book for Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just kind of stinks that we have so few. I mean, we're, we're already through the whole stack of books we were going to talk about. And that's you just know, a... I realized something. The house on the zombie Halloween looks exactly identical to the house on... Oh my god, you're right. It's exactly the same. Look, and they're both the special edition books. So, I don't know if <laughs> Brandon Dorman was kind of do something. Oh, I sure hope somebody got fired for that blunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, in terms of... That's basically all the, the Christmas how, um, New Year sort of books that they brought out, the Goosebumps, like I hate that we didn't get Happy Holidays to Dead House because I would have liked to know what that book would have been about because it's not only a well you know what too I mean we talked about how we feel like those stories were adapted to other future books like we I think we said we obviously there was Slappy New Year and we're pretty sure that Scream of the Haunted Mask was originally Haunted Mask Lives. How much you want to bet that this was originally Happy Holidays from Dead House? Or at least, like, something like that. You like, never know. I'm, That's the thing. I think, and I'm going to put on my tin my tinfoil hat right now, I think that might be the case. <laughs> because, be. um, I mean, it's, it's it makes sense. It deals with dead house things. There is dead in a it's, house. It could have been, and holidays. I might have a few things, you know. You might have just changed a few little things here, like, you know, for the book. But there could be a lot of elements from it that was originally from Happy Holidays from Dead House. And I, I'm sad we never got that book because it would have been nice to have a sequel to Welcome to Dead House, you know, just in general. Absolutely. And to have a Christmas holiday version of Welcome to Dead House, like, damn, that would have been awesome. And he could have that book could have been brought out like you know, around Christmas time, like sometime in November, early December, like that would have been perfect to release the book, you know, fitting in with the holiday season. But hey, it, it ha- it's what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's what happens. Well, um, I think the next thing we can talk about a little bit about is uh, what is probably the best thing you guys ever got for Christmas that was Goosebumps related? Oh, 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 you want to know, you want to know my secrets, eh? Yes, I do uh, want to know your secrets. Yes. Well, so at Christmas time, what I'll do is I will send you a picture of it because it's somewhere on the other side of the room and try and get to it. I'll send you a picture of it. And you can pop it up um, later. Uh, so basically, I remember I was only, it was 2007. And because I remember it was the year that... Oh, what was it? Superbad, I think, came out. The movie Superbad. And that's, that's, I know it's weird how I, you know, put those two together, but it's, it's the year I got a Goosebumps item. It was the year Superbad came out. Um, but I remember 
so I had this massive box and I remember thinking like, huh, that's probably like the biggest Christmas present that I've ever had to open in my life. Cause usually if I get a present, it's, you know, I get a couple little ones, but I actually had this big massive box for once. I was like, Oh, this is interesting. And, uh, I remember on Christmas day, I, yeah, I opened it and it was the goosebumps, uh, pinch the horror arcade claw machine. And yeah, so my oh. folks have gone on eBay to get it because I'm like, there's no way that they found this somewhere. But then again, 2007 was at a time when no one wanted Goosebumps stuff. So they may have found it at some random pawnbroker or like, I don't know, at a, a toy fair or something. I, I have no idea where they got it or how, but they've never told me to this day whether they bought it online or found it. Um, but yeah, I got the Pinch the Horror arcade claw machine and that was just oh my god like the best thing ever to get that on christmas and i remember thinking like whoa like they made this like and i love how it's called pinch the horror because it's it's a claw (laughs) yeah Um, definitely the best item i got for christmas goosebumps related so yeah no that 100 that's me (laughs) well yeah they can't tell you they got it where they got it because it's clearly from santa i mean saint nick saint nicholas um my favorite one because i mean i got many cool goosebump stuff i remember i got the full like uh tops trading cards set i got that for christmas one year um but probably like the one i have the most attachment to is my original slappy doll that's right up there that one i got for christmas and i remember because i really wanted one because I remember seeing everybody like have one on uh, when I watched like YouTube videos, people had the slappy dummy that they had for their own. And I was like, oh, I really want that. So I got it. I think it was 2012. I got mine and I was so happy. I was like moving it around. You know, I was playing with it. Yeah, that that's the very one right there. Not the movable head, though. It's the one that has um, the plush that's the, body. The video, slappy the movie. <laughs> Yeah, Slappy the movie, the critically acclaimed movie, Slappy the movie. Flames, <laughs> have a good Slappy New Year. <laughs> okay, Slappy, take your meds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're off your, you're off your rocker again. You're off your rocker, my Slappy. Karoo Marie, Card. There's the magic words. I got that printed out, like just stuck it in this little pocket. Before I had like my like TV show version ones, I had just this little version, and I was like, you know what? I mean, that one's cool though. That's a great looking doll. His pocket is like you can't even barely fit it in. I don't know how I like. But then again, if we're talking book accurate or show accurate, it's got to go in here. Got to go in here. Absolutely. Got to go inside his jacket, man. (laughs) But um, yeah, I, I love this sucky man. No, that's cool. I wish I had the one that had the movable head. I got that one up there, but it has the the realistic hair, and I don't like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, so. that one has the moving eyes, though. Has the it moving does have eyes, moving though. eyes. I just don't like the hair on it. It's yeah. uncanny. Well, um, I think they used uh, back then. I mean, they do them on masks nowadays, but it's like really cheap hair. Obviously, to keep the price down. So, like, trying to style that, like, not happening. Yeah. So, always got crazy hair slappy. Like, he just rolled out of bed. (laughs) Yeah. Nick, what did you, uh, what was the cool thing you got for Christmas that was Goosebumps? 
Uh, I've never got anything for Christmas. What? As as I know. What? Sadly, like, most of the stuff I got, because you, you got to realize growing up in the 90s, like, most of the stuff that came out during the time I was a huge into Goosebumps and things like that, there was also, you know, Batman the Animated Series. There's Jurassic Park. Uh, mm. I mean, the list could go forever, literally, from 93 from Power Rangers on up, you know, to early 2000s uh, when you got into the Harry Potter stuff. So, I mean, it really got to the point where my uh, mom just kind of had to pick whatever. She couldn't jump into every category, so she never got me Goosebumps, though. And I want to say at the time it's probably because uh, a lot of it was the school supplies and backpacks Mm -hmm. and things like that. That was mostly what was available around our area. And no kid typically wants that for Christmas, except me, because it was goosebumps. But it's okay. <laughs> Whatever. So, Is there something you did want that was goosebumps? What's that? Is there something that you did want for Christmas that was goosebumps? Oh, yeah. Like, um, I always wanted the, uh, uh, what is it, the um, the Monster Headmaker. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so I always wanted that. I still don't even have that. Uh, it's something I'm trying to find new in box, but now I'm paying secondhand prices if I want one. So that was yeah. something I hoped to get at Christmas and I never got. Uh, thanks, Santa. Uh, dick. Oh, Maybe Slappy became like the Grinch and stole it all for you. <laughs> what if like they did that? The that would have been so cool. It's like you could do the Slappy that stole Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That could That's be awesome. so cool. <laughs> you're doing the you just you just did his home alone impression <laughs> hey that should be the thumbnail for the video we all go <laughs> we could oh my god, oh my god. That, that would be such a cool freaking book title yeah how slappy, slappy stole christmas and it could literally be that like at christmas time slappy steals all the presents from whatever family he's terrorizing at the time that would mm-hmm. be insanely amazing stein Come on, you said you've Come thought on. of every slappy idea. You have not thought of every slappy idea. There Times is like, of the essence. That's a crisp one. That would be amazing if they did that. Oh, man. Like, I dude. Time is of the essence on him. So. <laughs> so, um, uh, when we were in Greece, so. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I hope that, uh, I, I think I speak for all of us, I hope we get more Goosebump stuff this Christmas. Oh, man. I The thing is, like, I've got everything that you can pretty much buy, like, within Australia, like, I think. So if I do get something, uh, Goosebumps, that I haven't got already, like, I don't own, like, that's just going to be, yeah, that's going to be amazing. And I, whoever does buy me something Goosebumps that I don't already own, like, they get credit. Like, you know, next, it just means next year I'm going to have to up my game with their gift. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I got I got you a Christmas present. That's going in your package that we get to send out, but obviously it's going to be an after Christmas present. Uh, it's yeah. going to be a slappy present. I know you have it. So. <laughs> you know I don't have it. Is it a slap? Yeah. It's going to be a slappy item, right? It's got to be slappy. <laughs> what about well, Isaiah? You got, Isaiah, what about you? Like, are you going to be sending any goosebumps uh, presents to anybody? Well, actually, today I—it's uh, technically was a birthday present for my little sister because her birthday is uh, in two days before Christmas. 
Uh, but I actually got her a shirt today from uh, from a store that was Goosebumps and had all the the Tim Jacobus art on it. And uh, I oh, got wow. her a shirt for her birthday. She's gonna wear it on her birthday because she was asking me because she like she sees I have all these Goosebumps shirts and all that, and she's like, "Can you get me one?" And I'm like, "Well, I'll see." So see what, you, see what you've started. I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm started something terrifying. <laughs> oh, one thing we got to talk about too is. There is a Goosebumps Christmas sweater. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there is an actual Goosebumps Christmas sweater. And it's like it's red and it's got green. And you've got like, it's kind of got like, I think baubles and like snow, like bits of snow and little Christmas trees. But in between each kind of layer, you've got like Slappy. You've got like, I think the shrunken head. You've got like all the different sort of monsters. If you can find a picture of it, yeah, definitely put it up. because I'll see if I can oh, find man. it. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. I know... In terms yeah. of Christmas merch, uh, Trick or Treat Studios has the wrapping paper, the Goosebumps wrapping paper. Uh, Sean, I think you you got it. If you can pull it aside, yeah, Goosebumps wrapping paper for all your Christmas Goosebumps needs. That is amazing. That's so cool. That's Terra awesome. Tower on it, dude. I need it now. It's got Terra Tower and Slappy. <laughs> I don't know. If yeah. Isaiah, but I'm on a Terror Tower high at the moment where I'm trying to buy like every piece of merch that has a Night in Terror Tower on. I don't know why, but I'm just trying to get everything. <laughs> See, they could have done a Terror Tower Christmas themed book, but what would the title of? <laughs> hey, what? Why don't we think would... of a title that like a Christmas title with a Goosebumps book that's already been like done? But like, try to think of like a Goosebumps book, but as a Christmas title. So. You already, I think you already got yours. How the Slappy Stole Christmas. How the Slappy Stole Christmas. That was mine. I think that'd be yeah. a really good title. I think that'd be a really good book. Come on, yeah. Sean. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of what other monster you could really throw in to a Christmas story, but not the ho- get so What about the, ho- the holiday haunted mask? Well, I was thinking about mask but like there's not really like christmas obviously isn't known for masks so it's like but it is known for krampus but i don't think oh. signs ever really went the route of the krampus story unfortunately but he had yeah. Kronky, which is a close <laughs> Krampus. christmas yeah i just thought of one. i just thought of one that my, my title and it's kind of cruel though how to kill a reindeer. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's when first bumps get rated R. <laughs> and it would be just like, it'd be like the door with like the, the monster hands, but inside you would just see a, like a dead reindeer, like severed head on the bed oh my or something. God. <laughs> Check it out. He's just <laughs> hanging in their shed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I no, think I think that's, that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> I think that's a great imagery for this holiday season. Freaking dead reindeer on your bed. <laughs> Goosebumps calendar. I think the 1996 calendar was um, like a Christmas-themed cover because it had like curly, curly uh-huh. like ice skating on it. Maybe. <laughs> I think so. Well, that's the, that's the cover for... Uh, this book, More and More Tales. Um, got uh, snowboarding, I'll, ice skating, I'll go, curly. I'll go get it. I'll go get it. Thing. 
but um, I'm to think of it. I think he's he is correct. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's Christmas esque, at least with snow or something on it. I can't remember exactly. If that's it the one, uh, that's the red uh, calendar because there was a few, and I think there was like a purple one, red one. Um, I want to say there was one more, right? There was a 96, 97. Was there a 98? I think there was. 95. I think it was 95, 96, 97. So we had this calendar, which was... Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that one. I see now. So I don't know if that was kind of trying to uh, fit in with the whole sort of... I mean, I don't think it is, but yeah, I mean, but hey, there's that red scarf again. <laughs> <laughs> He's all bones. You don't need no freaking scarf. Uh, uh, it just kind of goes with Tim's theme of keeping the converse in there and <laughs> being kept in there. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I love Stupid this calendar. I think skeleton. It's well, I've got the, the 1998 calendar. I think I have that sealed still. Never even It's never even been opened. So how many no. calendars did they do? Was it from 95 to 98 or was it? 95 to 98, but in I think it was in Italy, they did a 1999 and a 2000 calendar, and they had Series 2000 um, for the months on it. I'm not oh, even wow. kidding. There, there is a 99 and a 2000 one, and it has, and I've seen it, and it's so rare. And I have a friend that lives over in Italy, actually, and he recently sent me a Goosebumps diary, like a slappy diary. And uh, yeah, he showed me this picture, and it had like all these other. Uh, calendars they brought out and i'm like damn like but apparently goosebumps was still so popular overseas like in different countries like even in 99 2000 like in australia it was still popular in like 99 2000 goosebumps you know like the, the i don't i wouldn't say the popularity died like when i was a kid it was still super popular like i caught the tail end of it like the hype but it was still very popular even with kids in my school you know like in those early 2000s i would say maybe around 2001 2002 was where it officially kind of died because of harry potter uh, but then again i can't really i'm a bit of a hypocrite to say that because i liked harry potter growing up i watched all the harry potters <laughs> like i mean yeah i'm kind of annoyed that it killed Goosebumps, but yeah i never got into those books it wasn't about goosebumps i just didn't find them interesting <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah harry potter but i was upset that it really took all the the life the, like i don't know how to, to put it but it took a lot of the hype out of goosebumps the now granted, was... goosebumps was kind of going on a slope down anyway um once you got into like the later seasons of the show so it really was kind of on its way out already it's just harry potter was the final nail to the coffin yeah yeah but anyways well boy wizard wasn't it It was all about that young boy wizard <laughs> young boy wizard yeah well yeah. that's going to conclude uh this short episode holiday episode of the goosebumps crew podcast we just kind of wanted to talk some christmas stuff and uh get into the yuletide spirits after all it is once a year uh to spread some holiday fear <laughs> funny joke i like that I know. Holiday. That's why I did it. I'm very super smart. Um, anyways, thank you guys for uh, joining us here for this episode of the Goosebumps Crew podcast. Uh, we will have a new episode next week, and then uh, we'll be getting into the new year. We got some big plans 
for this show once we get into 2024. Uh, go ahead and give us a sub over here at the Goosebumps channel if you want to keep up with more Goosebumps videos and new episodes of the Goosebumps Crew podcast. And be sure to go follow these two awesome guys, Bjorn Panwick, Goosebumps Saucy Fan, and Nick Shaw Shawin. Uh, like I said, Micah, Ultimate Goosebumps Man, was unable to join us tonight, but go give him a follow too because he also rocks too. And uh, yeah, from all of us here at the Goosebumps Crew podcast, uh, have a scary day, have a safe holiday. And uh, we will see you guys in the next episode.